0: Welcome to Three Valleys Radio. It's Wednesday night and it's time for Football Bloody Hell. Tonight's guests include Paul Thorpe. Steve Rutter, direct from Greece, Ricky Hyatt, and of course me, so sit back and enjoy some genuine football chat. Well good evening everybody, welcome to Football Bloody Hell and that is the operative word this morning or this evening because we're trying to get Zoom to work and it's been giving us a few problems so we're going to start and we might have a mystery guest join us out of the blue in a minute or two so first of all hello to our guest Paul Thorpe, hello Paul Good evening Adrian and
1: uh, good evening listeners I hope I find you all well
0: I'm sure you do And Ricky, you're here. Yes, hello. Oh, you sound so... Oh, I don't know. Camp.
2: I had to try and sound jolly and upbeat, so that that was it.
0: That's your lot. Is it? Right, Okay. Yeah. All right. Right then. So what are we going to talk about then, lads? I suppose the battle for the top four and, well, let's start with the battle for uh, the top of the table and win the league um, a pretty pulsating game on Sunday um, I thought Manchester City were a little bit unlucky but then I would say that wouldn't I but I really I was really in a situation where I, I didn't want either of them to win so I couldn't really win either way what did you boys think of it go
1: on. Shall, I go, shall I go first go oh, well, I, I just for, for first and foremost I think what a fantastic advert for the premiership and I think this really cements why um we talk oh i talk about the global product of the premiership and um i think that was it i mean it was an absolute spectacle and think how many like billions of people watching are just absolutely captivated by the speed you know the passion of the game the skill that was involved in that game and and showing that at the, the top of the um the absolute top of, of uh, professionalism. How good these players are, and that if they actually do what they're supposed to do, and the quality they've got, they can open up any defence in the world. And um, and I thought it was absolutely a fantastic spectacle um, uh, when I eventually got to to, to watch it because I was going up picking my daughter up from the from the airport. So when I eventually got to watch the, the ninety minutes, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, it's like, what a, what a game of football. And um, I'm absolutely gutted that we didn't get the win because obviously that would have, you know, really put um, Man City under pressure because I do believe that Liverpool have got a harder running. Uh, we've got to play that um, shock inside the other side of the uh, border up in Manchester. So that's obviously a dodgy one. We've got the local derby, so that's a dodgy one. We've got Tottenham, that's also extremely... Another banana skin for us. So, I think there's more banana skins for the Liverpool side than it is for Man City. So, I do believe it's still in City's hands uh, with that extra point as well. So, I just can't see them losing. Who? City? Yeah, I can't see City losing at all. I think that, you know, the quality they've got, we're at the business end. You know, the depth of squad that he's got um, really does uh, come to the forefront. Um, where he can, he can rest those players. And having the five sub-rule now as well, I think that cements it even further for me. Um, you know, it's, it's a great... I thought it was really interesting as well. They showed the, the points uh, over the last three or four years. And um, over the last three or four years, there's only one point between the two teams, which I think, sir, you know, for consistency, is just an incredible feat in itself. Um, to be that close and to be that far ahead of, of, of anybody else at this present moment in time
0: yeah fair comment I guess what do you think Rick
2: I thought Southampton were unlucky to concede six <laughs> <laughs> sorry you're we talking about a different game yeah <laughs> oh uh, dear well I, I to be honest with you I only saw the last 15 minutes because I went I decided to go and do some work and uh just keep up to date with what was going on, obviously via social media and what have you. And uh, yeah, it sounds like it was uh, a thoroughly entertaining game for all those involved. One thing that did strike me though is um, I only, like I say, I only saw the last 10 15 minutes. How did Tiago and Fabinho actually manage to finish that game? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. Um... There there's there some, some like naughty little challenges in there. Weren't there, there? Was,
2: there was some naughty stuff going on. Yeah, especially with the
1: again, the reason we got that VAR uh, is is for you know a mistake that would class as mistakes mm. made by the referee, you know, because of the seriousness of the tackles and you know, we I I don't want any um uh players to get really badly injured and that's why I think the red the red card you know uh i can honestly say that every red card i got was fully deserved <laughs> for, for the challenges. You earned it, did you?
2: You earned yeah yeah i think
1: I earned, I earned my red cards and i'm afraid yeah. you know i'm not proud of them but um yeah it, when when you get in that situation and and you lose your your head and you you lose your discipline um you know you you, you do really deserve to, to leave the pitch and um take the ban and um you know and i think that, that they they both got extremely lucky to get away with those ones and um you know again disappointed that disappointed sorry i have to take a call from uh, our our is this our
0: missing uh, poster yeah, missing link ah. so carry on
2: so carry
0: on carry on well, what
1: okay.
0: do you
2: think cuz i mean i get it can't be it's not going to be very entertaining for anyone to listen to me just whining on about how much I don't like Man City, how much I don't like Liverpool. I mean, what do you think of it? What did you think
0: of the game? Who me personally? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought as a game, it was quite entertaining. Um, it was quick. They were moving the ball around very quickly. I thought, and generally, in the the quality of the City passing in particular was was unreal, really. And you know, much as I hate to say it, um, you know, I thought I thought they deserved to win. In all honesty, but um, that's perhaps bias coming through a little bit. But um I thought Tiago and Fabino should have both been sent off because they were both red cards in my book, uh, yeah. without without any question. And I think, you know, that would have levelled the whole thing up a lot more than it was. Yeah, Sterling was clearly offside, don't, no 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 arguments about that. Um but I mean I you know, I th- I thought the referee was, was very lenient, you know, with some of his decision making. Um, you know, that's the problem. And uh, as such, uh what could you do? You can't change those sort of decisions and situations. You've got to go with, go with it, haven't you? Really.
2: The trouble is, it's like Thorpey said. You know, it's being seen on a worldwide scene, so, so therefore they want it to be eleven against eleven. Yeah. And sometimes I think that the desperation to have a, a major showpiece game for the English English League to show it to the rest of the world has gone beyond actually following the the laws of the game and as they should be. Yeah, and I, yeah, either one of those two could have, should have gone.
0: Yeah, I certainly think that would have levelled the game up a little bit more, you know.
2: Well, Tiago Tia, completely <coughs> lost his head in the, in the little bit that I saw because he, he could have had four four yellow cards just in, in the last 10, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But to get away without it. But having said that, you know, pace, power, everything you want for the English game, they're the two best teams in the English league at the moment and they played like it.
0: Yeah. Any news, Paul?
1: Uh, unfortunately, our special guest can't. They're still coming up invalid. I t- said you would um, get in touch with him and and try and sort the issue out uh, afterwards. Maybe, hopefully, get him on next week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's a nice annoying though, isn't it? But um, go back to the game a minute. Uh, how good was Kevin De Bruyne? Oh. I mean, you know, outstanding. <laughs> yeah. That was. Ridiculous.
2: I've I've often thought, you know, that um, he's one of those players that you give him a, t- a tag of being brilliant and then no matter what he does, it's just perceived as being brilliant. Regardless, he could just play a five-yard pass and the commentators would wet themselves. But on the evidence of that, he was outstanding. He's pulling the strings all over the place. Yeah. Such a good game. Such a good game. Can't take that I have to them. say,
1: he's he's got to be World Player of the Year. I mean, where where can you find a player that that does so much, um, the ground he covers, the, sp- the pace he does it at... Um,
0: like I'm, not, I'm, not,
1: is- I'm not dissing off at other leagues, you know. The like yeah. Spanish leagues a great league. Italian leagues a great, you know. It's, but it's all done at a slightly slower pace. The pace yeah. that De Bruyne has to do this in a split second, um, and the, and when he shoots, is the pace of it, the way he strikes the ball is is probably the best I've ever seen. I mean, listen, we've seen Ronaldo, we've seen Messi, we've seen Maradona, but this guy when he strikes the ball. I've never seen a ball go so fast. And, um, you know, it, 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 I think it's his humbleness, the way he puts himself about. Um, I, I think he's a credit to football and uh, it's exactly what you want the world footballer to, to be.
0: I think the reason yeah. he doesn't get the awards is perhaps because he doesn't score that many goals in comparison with, you know, the likes of Mo Salah or, or Ronaldo, or maybe not this season. But, um, you know, he, he doesn't, Quite score as many goals, and I think if you put a few more goals to his overall con- contribution, you know he'd he walk it.
1: But do you? Have, is it all about goals scoring? Getting the world no, Club no, player of the year? Or no, I don't think it is. But what, what,
0: what, what I'm saying is that there is this general perception that the the world, you know, the best player in the world is is a goal scorer in particular, and it's always been that way.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I really. I think if that's the case, then it's it loses the World Player of the Year, that Valandor loses credibility then, if that's the yeah, case. That, because
2: That might just be because it's been won so regularly over the last decade or so by two fantastic By, by
1: two, players, yeah, right?
2: absolutely. Yeah, if you've, got, you've got somebody else whose contribution to the game is massive, like De Bruyne's is, but he doesn't have that element to his game. He's still going to be a no, like, worthy
1: To be all, all fairness, Van Dijk, you know, he doesn't score loads and loads of goals, but, you know, you put them in, in line for Ballon d'Or... Um, You know, there's other world players around, you know, in in a Spanish league that that don't score loads of goals, but they'd be put forward. You know, uh, Alexander-Arnold, you know, his assists are crazy, but he doesn't score lots of goals. But he's got to be in there. Got to be in there. I mean, he's he's up and down that right-hand flank. I've not seen a player that can do what he does at any level. I mean, there's some good ones and extremely good ones. But... um, but not not to, to to the sort of like um, consistency that he's doing it. Um, you're, you know, possibly right. like you're possibly
0: right. You're possibly right. But you're but still gonna you're still gonna get this situation where you know because of the the Messi Ronaldo, you know, backtracking, um, it's going to be very difficult for people to get used to the idea that that's that it's not going to be a goal. goalscorer. I, mean, I agree with you about Trent Alexander Gordon or whatever his name is um <laughs> arnold isn't it? sorry not gordon um that's the everton bloke isn't it, gordon yeah um you know he's a good player but but you know there are there's loads of good players technically good players around you know i mean what about juan Vasaka, for example rick i mean what a wonderful player he is you know i mean he should, <laughs> he... i look forward
2: i look forward to seeing him uh, amusing us in league 1 very shortly. Yeah,
0: quite. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but, but unfortunately, it is it is very much a trend towards goal scorers. And I think as long as that trend exists, it's always going to be the same. You know, somehow, somebody's got to break the mould. Once the mould is broken, then there's a chance that yeah. they will carry on that way.
2: I think they will do. I think they will do. It's inevitable that, you know, Ronaldo and Messi's era is now really, it's over now. Yeah. yeah. So, it's going to get redefined. There isn't anybody else Apart from Lewandowski, who's who's taken on goal scoring to that level, so perhaps yeah. that's not going to be the criteria anymore. That they might look look a bit different.
1: You have to say also that realistically, with Ballon d'Or this year, I mean, those Ronaldo and Messi probably won't even get shouldn't even get in the top or well, Messi uh, shouldn't top list. No, that because so <clears throat> because they're not they're not performing really that, uh, to to the levels that they were before. Ronaldo's been like, you know, dropped, if you want to call it dropped, or he's been on the sub bench and he's not played consistently over things. He's done it for obviously like for Portugal, but you know, then when you take along the level of performances that there's been for Man City, you know, I would even put De Gea in it this year. I think he's been outstanding for Manchester United. He can't get sure. in the
2: Spanish squad. Um. He can't,
1: yeah, but he can't, but you know, like, you know, with his level of performances, I would yeah. say that he's been far superior than Ronaldo and Messi this year I think he's been outstanding you know and I've been quite critical as you know about his performances so you know I actually think that um you know they, they those two really shouldn't even make make the uh, the list well, this year
2: Messi um, shouldn't even be under consideration until he gets more assists than Fred currently <laughs> he's behind Fred in assists for this season so uh, really is that yeah. right yeah I mean, I, I I think that
1: you know that it shows up for for the level of um, what the French league is, is at the moment. I think it's a poor league. Um, they need some a huge investment to go in there and get the top players, and that really needs to come up to the next level. You know, I think that the 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 the, the, the um the league is generally bought by Paris Saint Germain because of the level of players they've got. It doesn't even look like they try at times. You know, and um, you know, I've seen Lille play. Uh, you know, Monaco play. They've played really, really well this year, but um, still, it's it's lacking something for me. Um, the French league, and um, I agree. I think that they shouldn't even get a look in this year. Mm.
0: No, no, it's it's it's. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, I mean, when you look at Le- Lewandowski's performances over the last sort of ten years.
2: The last two years
1: he's been robbed. He's been robbed the last. Two it's years, it's been right? outstanding, isn't it? Like yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and listen, when the, when the guys have been Ronaldo, Messi, been picking those Valondoors up, absolutely. But like you say, the last he's been absolutely robbed, and uh, you know, I think he's an outstanding, especially at the age he is now. You know, he certainly deserves that that accreditation.
0: But having said that, it's the end of an era. We, you know, everybody's got to accept that Ronaldo has at least got this overall goals record. Um, plus, no doubt he's got a few other records that I've missed out on, sort of thing. But at the end of the day, it's the end of an era now, and it's got to be. It's got to be. Absolutely. Got to be some new players yeah. coming into the reckoning. I think, and uh, you know, I mean, Mo Salah, for example uh you know he doesn't seem to get much of a look in either and it, you know goals wise he he can't be far behind those two
1: yeah but to be fair look he's going through a nine nine game spell at the moment uh, of not scoring goals you know i think that um that's where he's just missing out at the moment at top level lewandowski you know uh, he might have a little barren spell of say 3 4 games but you know he's back on song again where like you know he he's not really looking even at the moment like he can score, you know, so which is disappointing because I, I, I love him as a player. He's he's fantastic. He's still not signed a contract, mind, you know, and there's still mm. rumours that you know, he might be going elsewhere. And, uh, you know, so is, there, is that playing on his mind a little bit about his contract? And, you know, is that affecting his games? Uh, who knows, you know, what goes behind closed doors, all these football clubs and uh, with agents and talking to him, it might be playing on his mind and
2: affecting his game. But saying about Mo Salah not being in the running, I think he's nailed on for PFA player this year, if not that one, and the writers.
0: Mm. Yeah, but that's it's only England, it isn't it? Else. That's only UK. Whereas, yeah. you know, he probably deserves more. But, you know... I, Even I,
1: more so than De Bruyne?
0: Mm, I don't know. I mean, don't you get me wrong, I'd love it to go to a Liverpool
1: player. Like, but, you know, really, De Bruyne has been outstanding. Hmm. Absolutely but again,
0: outstanding. as we've said, De Bruyne hasn't got the goals yet. Now, you know, I know it, it doesn't really tarnish his, his performances, but there is that, you know, that general, oh, you know, it's got to be a goal scorer, it's got to be a goal scorer. It's and just a it, perception, if, isn't it? If, yeah. you see it?
2: if you see somebody's name as the goal scorer regularly, you, you realise yeah. that they're in the game, whereas it's possibly mm. more for, say... Football purists, but people that know a little bit more about the game will look a bit deeper and will see the the impact that De Bruyne has, rather than it just being assists and goals. Yeah, Yeah. So That's possibly why, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, apart from those two, who else would you put in? Whilst we're on the subject, who else would Ballon d'Or? Yeah. Benzema. Yeah.
2: Back to back hat tricks in the Champions League. I know it's about a season, rather than just. Performances,
1: but
0: those last two games, he's been absolutely
1: unplayable. Goals again, yeah, the goals. I think I think he's. Um, it's got to be consistency for me, um, you know. And again, I, I, I turn to De Bruyne, um, Lewandowski. Um, you know, I, I I really don't see it going much further than that. Really, I, listen, I, 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 the the African Nations Cup brought up a couple, but again. You know, Mo Salah didn't get f- through in the, uh, to win the final. It was it was Mane. Mane's been good, but again, he's had barren spells. So, the consistency's not been there, although he's been good, playing well. But, you know, when you're talking about Valandor, you're talking about the finest detail yeah. and the consistency that is required to be World Player of the Year. You know, and I think that um, De Bruyne ticks all the boxes for me. And... Um, you know, I think it's also about how you portray yourself as a footballer. You know, to me, I always had the argument with Maradona. How can you portray him as a great footballer? Because he's, he's promoting drugs. He you know, was bad just behaviour.
2: a human being. a great footballer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And absolutely. So to me, you know, Pele was absolutely clean. He promoted the game. He was an ambassador for the game. Ronaldo does huge amounts for charity. You know, people don't even, uh, you know, um, underestimate the amount of money that he puts into charity. You know, and he does it World, He's a global ambassador as well. And, and those type of things, it's is, is about the whole picture for me to be a Valendor. And, uh, you know, I think that, again, if you gave it to Lewandowski, you know, I think I'd be, you know, giving him a standing ovation because I think he's been an outstanding pro. He's looked after his body. You know, he, he's, he's, he's led the media well. He's enjoyed his football. He's done it with fun passion you know and he's and he's leveled it off with scoring again if we go back to the level of goals he scored you know he's been outstanding not just for his you know his his club but also for his country.
0: You reckon he's better than wan Basaka then do you? (laughs) 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 Oh dear me Juan
1: Basaka had two good seasons at Palace and I think he's he's just not for me one being very because I was actually quite excited to see him in the premiership playing and uh you know, for a top side and I, I gotta say, it's been so disappointing. Yeah, I couldn't you know, agree more. To, 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 to me, you know, that listen, we go on about the rivalry and it's all fun and I and I, I love it because it's it's good banter. You know, and I hope the the and I hope the listeners have enjoyed our little bit of banter that we have because you know it is it's good and that's what football's about. It's about like taking the mick and having a bit of a serious discussion with a bit of lightheartedness as well. But you know, realistically, when you look at some of the signings Manchester United have made, you know, uh, and we said it a few weeks back about the the, the costliness of these signings and what it... For the, for the actual fans to then come through and pay, you know, and thankfully they got all the backing of Sky money coming in and, you know, the betting money coming through. And, you know, but when you see some of those signings and how they performed, what is going through some of these players' heads? You know, it's about... I... I, I Listen, when I played football, I could only play one way. And that was to try and give 100%, because that was the way i have been brought up. Being yeah. brought up to give 100%, no matter what I did, um, whether it's work you know, or whether it's going in to support a charity or whatever. You know, I only know one way. Uh, and, and that's very limited in, in football terms, because it's not enough. You need, you need a bit more skill and desire, you know, and uh, to get that, that all around us. And that's probably why level of football was, what it was. But I've had a great amount of fun doing it. Um, but when you see some of these players and you, you, the effort that they put in, I think it's absolutely robbing the public of of their, their money. And uh, I think that's that's despicable for me.
0: Well, while we're on the subject, let, let, let's move on to the, the, the top four. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a hell of a battle developing. <clears throat> Just when when you think... are you going
2: to talk about the top four, Adrian? Because it means we don't have to talk about United.
0: Well, well the, yeah.
1: the, I was going to say that the the the, uh, the the scrap for relegation, or do you want to Let's go to the top four? Because one hell of a result for Everton.
0: <laughs> Stupid boy! See type. that cheeky
1: grin again? Yeah. Rick, you See the cheeky grin?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. You appall me. <laughs> but look, looking
0: at the top four, uh, or or the 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 race to get into fourth place, I, at the moment I can't see Spurs losing it now. I think Spurs are no playing...
2: One, no one seems to want it. As soon as anyone gets into fourth, they do the best to mess it up. United did it. Yeah. Arsenal did it. Yeah. Spurs, Spurs will find a way to make it yeah. very, very difficult for themselves between now and the end of the season because that's what Spurs do. Yeah.
0: Well, then you've got West Ham well, was... have mucked it up as well.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: they've lost the last few. So, so you've got... Uh, the top three are really there, I think, already. Um, Chelsea are on 62 points, played 30 games. Tottenham have played 31 games, got 57 points. You know, and Arsenal have really blown it because they've now, although they've got a game in hand, they've got 30 games, 54 points. You know, they've got lost the form at the wrong time. You know, same with West Ham. Hmm. You know, and then you've got uh, Man United down in seventh place on 51 points, uh, 31 games. So,
0: I mean, um, we we admit that United are playing absolutely awful at the moment. It's terrible, but. they are just the sort of team just out of devilment to come and cock it up for you boys you know i can i can honestly oh, say uh, absolutely you know that game absolutely. at anfield will either be absolutely appalling or we could upset the apple cart and and yeah no you know but when
1: when you when when you do look at the uh, the run in you know and we've got uh, obviously we've got the benfica game the man city semi final but then after that we've got the huge game at home against Man United, Mm. you know, and it is just the likelihood. I mean, you've got two, for me, two local derbies there. You've got the Man United, um, they're both at uh, Liverpool. And then you've got the Everton game, two huge banana skins, because listen, we all know that you can't legislate for that derby game. And nobody knows what's going to happen in how Man United are going to turn up. And they will really, really want to spoil our party. Mm. And, um, and they are capable of, are certainly capable of doing it. Yeah. You know, listen, of course I, w- I, I, want, I want a good thrashing. Of course I do, because I want to see Rick's face on the mm. next Monday. Yeah. Or go out on the Wednesday. But equally, the Everton game now, the, the win they got against Man United was massive for them. I think it's probably the one that might just keep them in the premiership um, with the likelihood of the other teams not winning games. And that was a huge, huge result. And um, so it shows you what can happen in the Premiership. And Manchester United could do that easily to Liverpool.
0: They could. I think the only thing that could upset the apple cart from a United's point of view is that they could get um, you know, sidetracked <sighs> with this whole business of the new manager because it certainly seemed to have taken a turn the last 24 hours or so. One minute but Leipzig. Pardon? You mean Leipzig? Yeah, Leipzig. But also the fact, that if you were Ten Hag, I know money's going to play a huge part in it. But you know, you're going to be looking at that and thinking, well, you know, what is it? They've got all these players. They don't seem to be half of them. They're not. They're not trying. They're not doing a thing. Do I want to go there? Is this going to be more than a more of a? You know, it's it's more difficult. Just just managing a team like Manchester United to success and the demand but, for success is huge. But now you've but got a, you think a shambles there.
2: Yeah, actually, doesn't that make it more attractive? He's going to be shipping out half of that lot anyway. I was going to say, it, yeah. It would mean that he, it, it strengthens his position within the rebuild as it is. United are rubbish. They played on Saturday. I don't think they, they played like some of those people have, have never met each other. Yeah, they were uh, absolutely embarrassing.
0: I've
2: got incentive, you know, look for, for Ten Hag now. He can he can clear out, he can do whatever because none of them. There are about four or five within that squad that deserve to stay. The rest of them can just go. They're not worth it. So yeah, it's got to be I, great.
1: I think you've hit it on the nail, uh, Rick. Because when you think about the situation that that Manchester United are in, are in, for them, it might as well be them at the bottom of the league because this yeah. is just not acceptable for the. The stature of the club, and I say about their global products as well, you know, they are one of the, if not the biggest club in the world for actual selling shirts and things like that. You know, there there is very few that can can match Manchester United. Now, when you think about what what Rick's just said, he is in a very, very, very strong situation. He can walk into Manchester United and say, This is what I want. I want eight or 12 or 16 of this squad gone. Yeah, You know, if that's what, and I can build my squad. This is not a squad I want. So we offload, you know, and get as much money in as we can for those players, which happens all the time with lesser clubs. And they have a good clear out and they get in, say, like 40, 50, 60, 70 million, you know, and then they try and invest that money wisely. Manchester could do that at the highest level. And that means, that, he, but, but for the manager to come in and say that, this is the time for him to do that. Yep. And, and he's got such a lot of strength. If Manchester United want him, then they are going to have to sell. For me to get back quicker um, than they than, than, than they should do, um, then they need to sell and oust these players well, and on. really have a real good change around, and then spend the four five hundred million that he's going to require to get you back quicker to the top of the uh, to the top of the Premiership, but also. Back in world uh, European football.
0: Well, look, it's going to be quicker for you to tell us the players you think we should keep. So, just out of interest, as a Liverpool <laughs> fan, who would you keep? Um, not many. I got to say, not many at all. No, well, name names. Come on. Uh, I'm I I'd mean, I know, nervous. I know the ones I think I'd keep, but I'd be interested okay. to hear what, what somebody you know, from across well, the road. Have a,
1: have, a, have, a, have a quick word with, with Rick and I will um, endeavour to find the uh, Man U squad. Uh,
0: I mean, the part, right. because... you.
2: do you know who
0: I keep? Go on then. Go on.
2: Go on. Right. De Gea.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Varan. Yeah. Agreed. Although he is injury prone. Yeah.
2: But then you take that into account his class when he does play.
0: Yeah. Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, that's three. Sancho. Yeah, potential. I'd
2: keep Sancho. He's 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 played well in the last last few. And then you're struggling. If I'm perfect,
1: it is one for you then. So, Go goalkeeper. have Okay, you you got goalkeepers. You have got De Gea, Lee Grant, Tom Heaton, Dean Henderson. Yep. So you keep De Gea.
2: Do you keep any of those three? Henderson's gonna to have to go because he wants first team football and he's got international career. So there's so there's what, fifteen million straight away. Yes, Tom don't forget, would keep Tom Torpy, Torpy, The one flaw with the having a clear out and saying we'll get this and we'll get that and whatever is because of the the Glazers' financial genius, these ah. players are on wages that nobody else can match. So yeah. therefore United aren't going to get the true transfer value of them because they're going to have to subsidise wages just to get the rubbish out the door. Huge bad man man management. Oh, shocking, shocking management.
1: Lindelof, would you keep Lindelof? Squad player. Bali?
0: No, no. he's too injury prone.
1: Here's the big one. Phil Jones?
0: (laughs) Don't even need to ask it, do you? (laughs)
1: Harry Maguire gone. Varane Go keep. Yeah. Darlow, gotta say Darlow. I'd
0: keep, keep him, I think.
1: Squad. Luke
0: Shaw. Hmm.
2: Jury's out, and that's one I'm not 100 percent about because Luke Shaw Alex from this season. Get rid of us. Yeah. Wambasaka.
0: Wambasaka, Bye bye. Wamba does he need Bye-bye. a Bye.
1: Brandon Williams offload. Right. Oh Brandon Williams? Uh,
0: I'd I think I'd to, give him a chance actually.
2: But we he's do. already said he's not gonna come back and be second fiddle. So if that being the case, he's not gonna come back and be the regular left back, so he'd have to go.
0: Mm. Alex
1: Tunzabi.
2: Go. Two injury prone. Tedon
1: Menji.
0: Don't know go. what he's like. He's he's alright in the reserves or whatever, but you don't we haven't, yeah. haven't seen yeah, him no, in the not first good team. enough.
1: <laughs> Paul Bomper. <laughs> Who? Pogba.
0: Pogba, no, gone.
1: No. Gone. Go uh you'd offload him. Okay. Yeah. Jesse Lingard, you'd offload him. Yeah. Um Andres Pereira, offload him. He's gone anyway. Ahmad, offload gone. him. Fred, offload him. No. Fernandez. Keep I keep Fred. You keep Fred?
2: Yeah. But I'd use him properly.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Bruno Fernandez.
0: Yeah, keep he- him. Uh
1: Pelestri.
2: Potential again, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Right. The
1: next, right the next, yeah, the next two is, is a no brainer. Matic and Van Van der Beek gone. I don't know. James, I think Van der Beek might have a chance if, with San Hag, you know, because
2: of his because of his history
1: at Ajax. Possibly, and they he used him in a different way. Right. Okay. Um James Garner.
0: Okay. Uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal
1: Lecter with a fuzzy hair, he'd have to go. And, no, and, the, keep, and and another and another big one, Scott McTominay.
0: I think he'd, you'd keep him because of his. He does. He does try. I don't think he's. Okay. I don't. Think he's shot the towel
1: ones. in yet. So this is where the money is. The big money yep. one. So, offload Cristiano Ronaldo because of his wage demands at the age yeah. he's at. Yeah. Right. Because you can try spend a lot. But you can. You can use it. Utilize his money, can't you? I don't need to ask about the next one, Martial. You'd let go.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Marcus
2: Rashford.
0: Keep.
1: Mason Greenwood.
0: Oh, I don't, don't think
2: that's going to be a decision no, today. We'll
0: yeah, that's right. You're dead right. I
2: think somebody else well, might be that decision. Thought. Yeah. Cavani Go gone. On. Sancho. Kate. Okay.
1: You would? Would you have said that six months ago? No. Uh, Anthony Elanga. Okay. Uh
0: Chong. He's already gone already. Almost, and he? he's at Birmingham. Yeah.
1: Well, and the other one is a, is a is a young as a young lad like uh, short Tire, you know. But they you've just gone through, so you are literally clearing out three quarters of your squad. I know.
0: Yep.
1: You know that is one hell of a massive job. Like you say, wage demands. Where are they going to get that? Are going to say, "Hang on a minute, I'm not going because I'm staying here because I can't get the wages anywhere else unless they're going to big clubs." Well,
0: that is presumably- that
1: is that is the absolute monstrous job that is absolutely looking. At and but that is the strength that he may well have to turn that football club around.
0: But Paul, you're you're an ex-ex professional footballer in a situation like that where the club want the player to go, the player says no, I'm not going. You're paying me five hundred thousand pound a week. I think I'll stay. Don't worry about it. Now, yeah. uh, what pressure can the club at, at this level? I mean, I've seen what level at Yeovil's level. I've seen some of the tricks that have been pulled down at Yeovil's level to get rid of some players. Right. But that that's, that's yeah. the oval. We're talking Man United here. How do you get rid of a player who says, no, I want to carry on earning 500 grand a week.
1: Do you know, legally you cannot do anything. No legally that, that contract is signed legally. You cannot do anything, you know, but, uh, I've known good players, uh, having to train with the youth team. Yeah. Um, I've been even said, don't even bother turning up uh, at the ground. Um, every time you turn up at the ground or anywhere near it, you're going to get fined. I've seen some of the the most, um, for me, quite embarrassing excuses to find people. You know, um, it's it's just it's just football is just an it's just a crazy crazy business like and. Um, you know they are trial types of things, but you know equally, you know those players. Once that contract is technically technically signed, they, they the club have to you know either make a deal with them or um, pay their wages. You know as 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 the famous one up in Sunderland with um, I forget the name player's name was the centre half up at there. He was uh, saying no, I'm not I'm not going anywhere because I'm on seventy grand a week and I'm I you know I'm, I'm looking after my family. So yeah. he didn't play for I think he was on a four year contract and he just didn't play for four years. I you know, know, that I know just the know one you play. mean. I
0: can't think of his name though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, so the, the the you know, there is there is there is that. And it's that's the sad part of it because then again the, the, the club are, are financially um having to forfeit like 60, 70 grand a week when he's he's nowhere near worth that. Um, but that's the their fault, like,
0: isn't it, for making such stupid absolutely, contracts.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the whole situation with United. This work now, I thought Ollie started it. He got rid of some deadwood, but it's been allowed to fester. It's such bad management from the top to put mm. players on massive contracts to allegedly, in your own mind, try and protect a transfer value that nobody was prepared to pay anyway. All you've done is lumber yourself with a, a load of finances further down the line, which is. Which is in a way is poetic justice for the Glazers because it's going to cost them an absolute fortune to try and undo the situation that they put the football club into. And you can't keep taking your dividends. It's 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 a it's not a bottomless pit. You can trade on United's reputation and history and whatever for so long, but sooner or later you're gonna to have to start winning things again. Which means yeah. you have to take an interest in the football club again, not just <laughs> yeah, because- take your money out. So the best thing for everybody is for them, just, just go, just leave, take your, take yourselves back to Florida and, and let somebody who has an interest in football take over Manchester United.
0: Because mm. mm. right if, you,
2: if, you if you don't keep those, uh, those
1: financial, um, you know, if you don't keep on piling money in and utilising that on the top players in the world, what you become... Or what's happening now is they're becoming a middle mid table side.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, or slightly above mid table side, maybe you know, Europa League, whatever. That's where you see them at the moment. But they're actually paying championship wages. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's because of who they are. And that's that's the you know, the good thing is when you sign for a club like Man United, there is that that expectation, huge expectation, you know, not just like you know, for the Premier League that's big enough as it is but globally you know because yeah. the, the shirt sales in asia you know the demands on the club to be out there now all of a sudden if all of a sudden they just become this middle of the road table that that's that not done anything for two three four five years now all of a sudden those sh- shirt sales might drop to 75 percent of what they've been selling and then maybe 65 percent of what they've been selling that takes a huge financial hit and um
2: and something that Manchester United cannot allow to happen. Well, they're always going to take. They're going to take one hit next season, Thorby, because uh, not qualifying for the Champions League means the deal with Adidas. There's a clause a- in it; they lose money.
0: Absolutely huge. Absolutely bearing huge. bearing in mind because... everything you've just said, Thorby, right? I, I've come back to the original question: Is Ten Hag? like you to turn around and think well I'm not too sure about all this when you start to add up all those facts that you've come up with you know you've got to be uh, pretty sure of your own ability to move into a job like that knowing have you got you've got potentially half the club have already said they don't rate him if they're still there of course which they probably won't be but you know it's asking a lot of the man that's all I can say
1: well half the club as in half the players
0: Yeah. yeah yeah Well, listen, listen.
1: I, I've said this before. You must extract that player power from your football club, otherwise, Absolutely. you will you will never succeed. Never succeed. Mm. You know when players want to play and when they don't want to play, and they are deciding when they do or don't want to play. Then that is, is not acceptable at any level of football. I mean, you know, and and. Uh, you know, I had it on one occasion where uh, a manager lost his job at Dorchester, and I thought it was despicable. And I said to the lads, "I, I can't believe that you, you, you you've done this to somebody." You know, it's not my way, um, mm. but it, 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 it's it's sad. And and certainly, a Manchester United football club, the fans. This is a Liverpool fan saying this, Rick. You got rid sure. of fans. Sure, well, that, do, do they do not deserve that? No. You know they 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 are the most well in 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 some respects some of the most you know hardened fans that do deserve a lot because you know of, of what they put into that football club.
0: Yeah. As
1: well as Manchester United, you know Liverpool, Manchester City, even Chelsea, Arsenal. They're all there because their fans are put so much into that football club. Listen, fans do that all across the world. They do it at Yeovil Town. Yeovil yeah. Town are not coming to, 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 to game. The fans are not there because of the situation at the moment. You know, and they feel like at the moment with tough times out there, financial tough times, bills going up. I get that. What you need somebody is you need somebody with character there. You know, not just as, a, as an owner, but as, as, as a manager and a, and a coaching staff. You need a character in there now who can bring those fans back through the gate. And that's a difficult job. You know, we had a man who was very very honest. He said what he said whether you liked it or not, and and I respected him for that. And um you know, and whether other fans felt that he was right for the job or not right for the job, um I don't care. Yovetan had no money, right? He put together a squad, you know, uh every single season, right? And we've just fallen away by the wayside, but maybe that's that's the lack of experience in, in the squad, but he got a team playing and played some really good football at times. And we just fallen short a little bit towards the end. Now, I think he deserved another chance, but he also deserved a chance, you know, at, um, at the football club because of what he's achieved in that time with no money, nothing at all. And obviously another club seen the potential of what he's done and have now gone and, uh, got him because, you know, he's not being paid, or, or, or I believe the rumours are that he's not being paid, you know, so he's now left the football club um, and uh, where he's got to look after his family. And I, and I respect him for that. And I wish him all the best because I think that he's a, an honest man who did a, a really hard working day in, day out to try and make our club better.
0: Is he in the running for the United job? Then I hadn't heard that, but
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, suddenly
0: yeah. that we were we were doing Ralph or what's his name Eric yeah, Ten Hag. Yeah, sorry, and I, I, next thing I, you know, I, we're I, on uh, Yeovil.
1: <laughs> I, I yeah I I, I divers. sorry sorry about that. No, that's why we let let you off. was do, quite funny. I do I do think that he's in a very strong position, and I think that uh, Ten Hag, if he wants the job, the other the, the other big one for him is that that the, they probably double the wages that Leipzig would be able to. Um, yeah pay him, and I think that you know at the end of the day money does talk, um, and of course because then the, he can, the other thing to consider finan- financially secure like you know so um
0: the other thing um, to consider um, though is that if if um if Ted Hag said, no, I don't think I fancy this for whatever reason um, and then united went capping on to Maurizio Porchettino, if I was him, I'd say, no, sorry, I'm staying put because no, well, i am second bat, I'm like- second best
1: yeah, You get a situation there like like Tottenham, had, you know, like you know, you get like a third choice. Um, as much as I like the manager, of walls, you know, you get a third choice uh manager coming in, and, uh, and the fans won't accept that. And um, you know, and uh, and rightfully so, you know, rightfully so. You know, you go you, if you, you can't look at, get...
2: um, look at Fiera, he wasn't first choice at Crystal Palace, and he's tearing it up there now, he was
1: third or fourth choice, mm. was he really? Yeah, yeah. he's done a great job. Done a great he's doing job. A, was he's really, doing a
2: fantastic job,
1: I think. Yeah, doing a fantastic job. What a fantastic football club. I mean, the fans just don't yeah. stop singing. You know, I've actually said to 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 my wife, Sam, I said, like, that'd be a place where I'd really like to go and spend the evening because the atmosphere does sound absolutely electric. Yeah, it's and, cracking, uh, it?
2: Proper.
1: Oh, proper. yeah. You know, and again, you know, West Ham, uh, they are not about putting another ten thousand seats in at West Ham because uh, you know, they are they're, they're selling out every single week at the moment, you know, and uh and that's testament to what their fans have uh, uh, have gone. They've gone to the Olympic Stadium. They've now made it their home, which it wasn't before, you know. And um, and they're really getting behind their team. And uh, again, it must compliment the manager there because you know after a difficult time at Man United, where um, people were really on on his back all the time, and he had no hope of, of making it work. He's now gone to um, you know he's now gone to West Ham, and he's doing a very good job. It does make you wonder. What would have happened if they have actually said no, just let him get on with the job and really backed him as a, you know, as a board of directors, they could have done a hell of a lot to have made his journey a lot smoother. I think. Do you think well, that's, this, that's the um... thing that
2: amuses me about this? Uh, just, just a sec. Just the thing that amuses me about this now, people are saying, Oh, United are going to have to get used to two or three years of rebuilding without trophies. They don't want a trophy for three or four years anyway. So no. you might well have that time Looking towards building something that is going to make you competitive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you think that football in general, and not necessarily just Man United, football in general, bearing in mind how much it costs these days to go to a Premier League game, I mean, I don't know what yeah. Chelsea used to be absolutely exorbitant compared with the rest of them, um, but with this cost of living going up and everything, is, is football going to get hit? The, it, it, the cost of living bit hasn't really hit yet, has it? I mean, it's it's no, going to be yet. it's going to be another three three months probably before people really start to realise. Christ Almighty, I got to pay this bill, that bill, the other bill. I can't afford to go and spend you know two hundred quid going to watch Man United play or whatever.
1: It's trying to get tickets as well. I mean, I, I, yeah. a couple of times the only way I can get them through is uh, you know on um, on ticket outlines, you know, uh, yeah. on the internet. So um, which is disappointing because then all of a sudden you're talking to to sometimes £300 for a ticket. Yeah. And uh, you know, and as much as I, I love my daughter a bit, you know, it's a lot of money to be spending out on two tickets. That's 600 quid. It's going to, you know, it's going to make it an £800 day. And it's uh, yeah. something that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared to do because I, I, I think it's going to, the money's then going into the wrong hands. And uh, mm. I think that side of it is despicable. It's something I believe the league, the FA, should be doing something about, uh, making tickets more accessible, to the real fans, um, making the Premier League prices actually not go up, but actually come down. Well, the thing you know, is, yeah. we,
2: we we had with the pandemic and games behind closed doors made people realise, hopefully, just how important having supporters in the stadium is. So, yeah, I don't think clubs will go whacking prices up ridiculously because you need that. It's part of the product. Is well, that, that did, having the fans there? Did that? I'll ask a question. Did that not show
1: you? That that they can, he could be by not having the money, you know, coming in through the gates. Mm-hmm. Did they not show you that you could, in fact, reduce the prices because yeah. it's not affected football in one in the slightest.
2: Clubs don't rely on uh, money through the turnstiles to exist. anymore.
1: no. no. So, look, if bring, I, look, I've I've got this opinion that you know when you go to football, you everybody's got a budget, haven't they? Whether they're going to yeah. spend a hundred quid or whatever. So actually, if they. They spend it like if they say like you got 150 pound to spend on that that day, and your ticket's like 90 quid, so you got 60 pound the rest of it to spend on drink, food, maybe the odd little bet because they got they got the little betting booze in there. But you're going to spend your 160 pound. If somebody yeah. actually has got only got 80 pound to spend, you know he can't actually get to that football. So if you actually reduce the money to actually like 40 pound a ticket, he's still going to spend his like. But you get a true fan. Coming in through the gate. Now I think yeah. that's more valuable, and I think would enhance your football club and get more of the real fans instead of the you know like the the tourists who are paid three hundred pound for the ticket or whatever or two three hundred pound for the ticket on these on these ticket lines. And you um, know I think that, that 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 listen that's a huge discussion that is because that's for me massive, and I think that um, I think the FA should do something about that.
0: Of course, it, it makes me laugh when I think about it. When the name uh, Antonio Conte was brought up, what we're going back about what five, six, seven weeks maybe, in in the United uh, betting, I, oh, I don't fancy him at all. Just something about the bloke. I didn't. Really, but my God, he's he's doing a good job at Tottenham so far, hasn't he?
2: And he <coughs> probably would have done a good job at United, but you wouldn't get the clear out that you need.
0: Mm, maybe in not. It's a short term thing. Yeah. But he's he's a
1: diva in himself so he can handle these top players and he can handle yeah. them with a lot of passion and desire and he and he'd question them so that's the, that's what that's what's not happening nobody's questioning the top players you know our, our, our Liverpool football Club the, the one thing I absolutely love is that our players are questioned day in day out they have to perform at the highest level. And it's almost been like a problem at some stage because they, we talk about tiredness in, in, in players and, um, you know, tiredness injuries coming in, like hamstrings and calves going. And, uh, but you have to perform at the highest level. And that's why they need bigger squads. And that's why the, the likes of Man City can perform at such a high level in Europe as well as in the league, because they've got a very high quality, large squad. You know, something that, that Manchester United actually have, but they have the quality, but it's whether the effort's going into to producing that quality at the highest level. And that's where they're falling down. And that's why they need the clear out, because the players are deciding when they want to play and when they don't want to play. Exactly. yeah, Tails wagging the dog.
0: And that yeah. should never happen. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's despicable.
1: And I am actually think it's despicable what's happening at Man United, because... You know, I am really looking forward to this to the to the game. I know it's a huge banana skin, and I hope that you know it doesn't happen to well, Man United, which happened with Everton, of, tonight, you know.
2: This this United Liverpool game, just just one word of, of caution for you. Nineteen seventy seven, FA Cup final, Liverpool going for the treble. Yeah, didn't happen, did it? No, didn't, it, happen. didn't happen. No. no.
0: But Stuart, suits? Stuart, um Stuart Houston, no, not Stuart Houston. Who was it Stuart Pearson and yeah. uh, nope. Lou Macari, Jimmy Greenhoff Come between them, are oh. not there anymore.
2: Yeah. I think we should get Steve Copple and Gordon Hill. Get them in the get them in the side for um, oh, the game. Gordon yeah. Hill, what Gordon a Hill, yeah, oh, what fantastic player. player. Yeah, yeah, fantastic no, player. might have Some players then, and I'd I'd I pay to watch those boys play as opposed to the current shower any yeah. day of the week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But the game was back in those days. The game was played with a lot of passion, wasn't it, and a lot of feistiness, and you know, and it was yeah, absolutely honest. And I think the honesty's gone out of it. And, and and when you get you know the likes of the wages going around now, I remember you know the the the, the famous six was it or the seven, um, you know, six, wasn't it? The Bristol City players that actually, which mm-hmm. Jerry Gow was one of them, that actually mm-hmm. gave up their contracts to save Bristol City Football Club from going in. Going bust. There would have been no, you know, no like administration those days. It would have been your club's gone. That's it. Finished. And um, they gave up their large wages to save their football club. And again, what a absolutely outstanding thing to do. Um, you know, and the recognition they got for that was so outstanding.
0: Well, listen, as the time's going, and I just want to bring up a couple of other things before we finish. Um, double-headed sword. We're fine, really.
1: finally getting on to Everton, are we?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you, dropped, um,
2: you dropped out,
0: Thorpey. I didn't catch yeah. that. Um, <laughs> can Chelsea beat Real Madrid? And equally, can City make sure they beat Atletico Madrid? Chelsea, 3-1 down, is it? Was 3-1, was it? Or was it 4-1? I can't remember. 3-1 or 4-1? 3-1. Three, three, 3-1. So they've got to make it's... up two goals certainly just to get level. Manchester City playing against Atletico. when obviously, in theory they're the better side without any question. But playing against Atletico over there, and we know how they play, that might be an interesting game. I think.
2: If Atletico get the ref that ref them against United, then uh, City have got no chance.
0: Mm. Good point. Because yeah. he was dire, wasn't he? You know. And the he other thing was,
2: it. I'm not saying, not suggesting for a moment he was, he was bent or anything, but he just wasn't up. When you play against a team whose entire game plan is based—excuse my French—on being shit houses, and you haven't got a referee who can see that and detect it and punish them for it and let them get away with it, and that was players running the game, so yeah, yeah, You've got to hope for a strong referee.
1: I, I I certainly think that Manchester City have got to put up with all their antics, and their antics are unbelievable. Yeah, that it's manager. Extreme. They are, it's the most extreme bit. Yeah, so you've got that to get through. Can they do it? Absolutely, 100%. They've got the quality to do it, and I think they will do it. Although I don't think it's going to be easy. As regards to Chelsea, I think they're, um, I think that it's a very, very difficult game to go across to there and play in their own backyard. But can they do it? If they do it like they played the second half, absolutely, 100%. But it would be, it would be a more of a shock that I think result now um, yeah. to come out of that as 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 winning, um, but um, certainly in the Man City game will be one to watch because of the antics going to be going on. Um, they will be rolling it's not going to
2: be around. A lot of played, is it?
1: Well, there'll be enough snipers in there to be hitting these women uh, Atletico Madrid players. They'll be going down, oh, tens of the dozen, and uh, complaining. Yeah. Um, You've got to be one very, very strong ref to go in there. And um, I hope, um, you know, that they they do put one of the top referees in the world in there.
0: And finally, Thorpe, you have been known to go off and play golf, haven't you?
1: I have, yes.
0: What about Rory McIlroy's last shot? Unbelievable.
1: Well, it wasn't just his shot, they both did the same shot. Well, yeah, got the same result, they did. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I actually we, we, we watched it, and um, he produced what he, we all think he can, but doesn't do it on a regular basis. And, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I think that he puts too much pressure on himself, but um, he played some amazing shots and uh, on, on the most difficult course in the world, it's uh, the most amazing. Um, spectacle. I absolutely love watching it. My wife was absolutely glued to it. Um but uh yeah, what a fantastic shot and uh yeah, I wish I could I wish I could only dream of, of that 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 type of uh shot from the bunker.
0: And what a beautiful environment to play golf in as well. Oh, it's oh. Just unbelievable, isn't it? It's fantastic. Well, it's it's In, the major. Incredible.
2: That, well, isn't it? It's the only one he needs to complete the, the grand slam. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'd like to see um, a a mental coach get with him and uh, try and find out how he felt during that, that that last round and try and get him to be able to portray that again. So mm. I think he must, be, state, he
0: must be kicking himself, you know. He was only three shots back. But, yeah. but we've got two seconds left, or two minutes left, I should say. So I think I'd better say at this point in time, thank you very much for joining us, Paul and Rick. Pleasure. Um, and uh, to our Greek correspondent, I will be talking to you if you happen to listen to the podcast. I'll we'll work with his agent. Yeah, we'll try and, <laughs> try and sort out what has gone wrong. Um, but in the meantime, don't forget, we will have live commentary of Yeovil Town versus Aldershot, I think it is on friday afternoon uh quarter to three kickoff or quarter to three commentary starts and um we hope you'll join us for that but in the meantime thank you for joining us on football bloody hell and we'll speak to you next week goodbye for now You've been listening to Football Bloody Hell on Three Valleys Radio.